0: Did you guys already know from the beginning you're going to go and open a multiple locations with this brand? The,
1: yeah, like I said when when you got people coming in from, you know, North Miami uh to make a day out of it. That's you, when you, you knew you, you guys you got had something, something special, yeah.
0: Going to be a, a a very exciting conversation for me. So I knew I years ago when I first opened up the cafe. So many people was like, "You had Adam need to get together." I think one of the first person that like was saying was Paula Annie Pearl. Oh yeah, I think she, yeah. used, to she used to get the donuts. She's getting donuts for me for her mm-hmm. bread donut bread pudding.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Shout out Paula All Annie right. Pearl. She um, now is with the cakes, cakes etc. Cetera. Cetera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, she was. Uh, you know, I've appreciated her hustle. I had such a business crush on her f- since I met her. Um, you know, she would come in and get our donuts for her uh, for her bread puddings. Yep.
0: I think uh, top <clears throat> top three, and I don't know the other two.
1: Oh, I, bread pudding. I, I, yeah, there's there was no other. Yeah, for me. <laughs> so you know, her I, bread
0: pudding is next level.
1: I appreciated her hustle. You know, I mean, it just started out of the kitchen, pop up wherever. Yep. You know, using Facebook and and social media for her. Uh, for her reach and she'd be like, you know what? I'm, I'm down on, you know, yeah, uh, I'm down
0: over here. And she's always tell me you and Adam need to get together. And I just, different people that used to always come around me would always say you and Adam need to get, and I just, you know, hustling and running around, you know, I never had a chance to. And then the other day um, sitting with, um, my brand, I don't know. Kitty London. She was like, Oh, cause I'm like, yeah, we're interviewing people. Like we're, we're full blast now. We're running the show. And she was like, Adam, you and Adam will have a good conversation. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes, because I remember you had a location in Broward. I was we like, did, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I, I said, I'm going to leave the rest. I'll speak to him about the whole process. But <laughs> I want you to go a little earlier, man. Um, I want you to go from the beginning. Born and raised where?
1: Yeah, so I was born and raised here in uh, in West Palm Beach in Wellington. Um, You know, my parents still live in the same house that I grew up in. Uh, went to Wellington Elementary Landings, graduated Wellington High in 1999. Uh, did college in Orlando. Okay, and uh, you know, got into contact with my uh, with my girlfriend at that time, who's now my wife. Uh, we we moved to Smart Lady. Yeah, exactly. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but so, were you raised with both parents, mom and dad? Yes, mom and dad living in Well. What was that life? So, when I first moved here, I moved to Wellington, but I lived in the Polo Club. Okay, Cause my godfather was, and you know, he dealt with their question. He had a lot of contract. He was an investment banker mm-hmm. and it was a different lifestyle for me dealing with me being this, you know, this kid raised in the, in the hood in Connecticut. There is a hood in Connecticut. So the people don't try me there right is, now. Yeah. It's definitely a hood in Connecticut. Don't be fooled. Bridgeport, Connecticut. And it was crazy how when I first got here, everything was about horses. Like the community was just wealthy and I just never felt connected with Wellington. But after that, I realized everywhere in Wellington is not the polo club. Not it's at all. It's not, you know, and it, like, and really locals hate season.
1: Yeah. I mean, it brings crazy traffic in there. I mean, I was working in the service industry. So season was something that you look forward to, you know, okay, that's when okay. your money comes into your
0: neighborhood. Around what time you started working on service?
1: Oh man. So I, I, so I, uh, one of my first rest, one of my first jobs was in a in a restaurant called Scotch and Sirloin, which ended up turning into the <laughs> Hall of Fame, which is where I met my my student, my wife. Right, right, right. right. Uh, her her father opened up that store with my father
0: in ninety seven. Her father, your father, opened up a store together. Yes, in absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so this uh, was already meant to be. It, it, it must have been. You. Yeah, man.
1: <clears throat> so that's what that's where I met my wife. Uh, we kind of went off in different directions. She went to the military i went to uh to college um you know after my college career was done what did I, you what did you study in school or so i went to u c f uh i graduated with I, I studied marketing and finance okay um really took a uh, you know a knack for for marketing
0: that it was it's just the thing yeah
1: i just tried to learn a couple of numbers with finance but uh marketing was where it was at for me yeah, yeah absolutely so what
0: was what 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 was it in marketing that really Attract you to it even more. Uh, you know, I
1: mean, it was business. You know, you're nothing in your business without how you market. You mm-hmm. know, if uh, uh, me was, you know, it's it's like, how am I going to grow this thing? How am I going to do this? You know, it's uh, uh, marketing is is key, is the only key to your business and growth.
0: So w- when you were working for <clears throat> your now father-in-law and your father, that's where you first start off in service. Yes. So did you, that's, was that a thing like where, was your father an entrepreneur just from the beginning, like, or so he, from what you know?
1: So my dad was a, uh, was an attorney for many years um, with the army when he was JAG attorney, uh, opened up his own law firm in Royal Palm. He was out in the Western communities for forever since the late seventies. Mm. Uh, recently retired, you know, in the course of, you know, Life. Past, past five or, years. yeah.
0: So. so, so him doing this, This business with your now father in law, was it an idea like they had for them? Like, just to, like, what, like, why did they go and do this? Like, it's
1: just. Well, you know, Don, my my father in law was looking to, you know, do something on his own. He was the executive chef for a Will Chamberlain's down in Boca. I'm not sure if you remember that place, but it was an incredible, incredible restaurant. You know, it had a massive game room, indoor uh, basketball court, great place for kids. Uh, and they had phenomenal food. so you you know he was the uh, he was the executive chef. It was his menu. It was time to go on his own now. so mm. uh, he lived in the western communities out in the acreage and uh you know opened up this spot. this was
0: his you know this was his uh his baby essentially around what age were you around that time when they got into? I was sixteen, seventeen. So, and then, so right, well, you had no choice probably to get this job over here. Your father was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> go in there and go learn, in there and, and learn figure yeah. it out. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was Did good. you fall in love with food and beverage right there and then, or? I, I think that's when, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk about people that are in the service industry. It's, you know, they're, they're just a little off. There's something that really, really draws them in. And, um, you know, restaurants are, they, uh, it's a it's, community. it is, man. It's something that you really just can't let let go out of your life
0: trust me i deal with it every day yeah and finding try to find out how i could escape it but so you started in there and then the were you and your girlfriend already dating back then or uh no
1: no no uh we weren't we had we had met each other she was um a couple of grades behind me okay uh freshman i was a junior so you're the uh, cool guy I don't know if I was a cool guy. Mind, but, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know that, nobody in her, knew. In her, I was a lot cooler than I, I really was, right, right. I guess. But uh, you know, she took a liking to me. We worked together, and then you know, we just uh, kind of let it go from kinda there. Yeah.
0: So then, after your service, through the whole the whole process from the whole whole high school from junior year and out, you you stayed in service. I did in yeah. the service industry. I did. Yeah. So when you went out to college and UCF, I or? did go to UCF. Yes. So when you went to UCF, did you still work in service? I
1: did. I worked at an incredible steakhouse uh, off International Drive, one of the top ten chop houses in America um, under the Talk of the Town Restaurants mm-hmm. uh, group. It was called Vito's Chop House, which just recently reopened. Shout out to Vito's. How,
0: how was that experience working over there? It
1: was great, man. You know, it was. Uh, you know, it was also seasonal, so something I was used to. You know, the uh, the convention business down there was absolutely insane in the early two mm. thousands. So you know, you'd have a hundred thousand people coming into town for a week. Uh, they want to eat and drink on the same, you know, right, on the same right. strip is where they're staying. So, you know, Vitos was a popular choice, and and uh, what it did teach me was uh, working with a team, mm-hmm. uh, working with customers. Really, knowing you know the difference between this customer and that customer. You know, because we had wine bottles that would sell from forty dollars to twenty five hundred mm. on that menu. Wow. So you know, knowing your product. Knowing your people
0: uh, taught me a lot.
1: Taught me so a lot. Communication so, was big, very much so. You know, still things
0: that I use till this day. Wow. So, so working with Vitos, did you move up in the company, or you just stayed in the server? I, w- I was, I was a server. Um, you know,
1: I had my focus was going to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't deviate from that. You know, moving up with with a company and uh, you know taking my focus off what I was really there to do. So why not
0: law? If you saw your father, you know. <clears throat> So hmm. law.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> you've been hearing this for a long time. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, the people are built for things. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, my dad was built for for rules and structure and you know, it's something that I wanted to do. Uh I would have loved to. It's just some, something that I, you know, wasn't ingrained yeah. in me.
0: So did he enjoy it? Like he enjoyed practicing law or he was did. he just knew he had to get it done?
1: He loved it. He loved it. Um, you know, there were there were times when I asked my dad, I'm like, Do you like what you do? And he's like, you know, I haven't liked what I have done for quite a while. But mm. you know, it's uh it's something it's something. There's a difference between love and and like.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%, 100%.
1: you know. And uh so you know, he loved doing it and you know it, it it uh turned out to be a great career for him. He was very successful. Uh but
0: nothing know, it, attracted you like, "Oh, I can't wait to take this on." You
1: know, to me it was he was in uh you know, real estate. And and did the law for the real estate. And, you know, forever, he he and my mother were like, you know, these are some of the most boring people you'll ever meet in your entire life. And I got, you know, they said, I think they just saw something different in me. Right. And
0: speaking of mom, how was mom growing up in that process, man? She was great. Just a supportive mom. Very. Always into knuckle. Do you have any brothers and sisters? I
1: do. I have a brother
0: and a sister, both older. Both older. Uh
1: Actually, my sister is in law. Uh, My brother is. She fell for the law church. She She did. Yeah, she did. So uh, my brother is a CPA. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, chose you to chose the, to work for myself. Chose
0: for the other world. So, so, so after that, so, so your inspiration for working in the industry of food and beverage, really, from just starting where your father bought into a business. Um, your now wife's father. You had the opportunity to. You had your parents basically had a relationship. You mm-hmm. fell into it. Fell in love with just the culture because food and beverage is definitely a whole culture. It's a community. Very much so. Everybody hang out with each other before work, after work. People get married. Like it's literally a culture in food and beverage. Um, so you after you're done with school, did you move back into town or? So no, my wife uh, we we had uh, we had linked up on MySpace. This will tell you oh, how old you're we are. Definitely old. I'm not <laughs> out of you. You're old.
1: <laughs> We'll tell you how old I am. So, uh, yeah, we, we got in the, in the contact shortly after I graduated, she was in the military in, in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, in the air force. Uh, so you're
0: you know, still in Orlando then
1: I'm still in Orlando at this point, you know, just trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my, myself, um, freshly graduated. Uh, so she, you know, she comes down uh, one weekend, you know, we're chit chat. we're just like, why don't you just move up here? You know, I'm like, there's nothing holding me here. I can go and transplant myself anywhere. Let's do this. Did you guys already so. started
0: dating or you guys just started talking again? We, we did. Yeah, we started dating
1: again. So, um, you know, yeah, just like just like that. It was, you know, I can do what could I'm have, doing here. I can do what I'm doing there. You're attached to. Yeah. So, you know, we moved to, <clears throat> we lived in Charleston, South Carolina. Great place. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful ecosystem for uh, for restaurants and food and tourism. Phenomenal city. Definitely. A place I would love to go back. I don't think we appreciated it while we were knuckleheads in, that's you know, a, first, a first year of a relationship's last marriage. But, you know, that's where we uh that's where we ended up. How long up. you stayed in Charleston for? Uh, I was there for close to two years. She was there for the better portion of six, I okay. believe.
0: So before you got there, she was already there in that community. She was. So then you got what made you guys decide to go back, you know, move back home?
1: So, um we have both of our families here. Um, you know, both in Wellington, uh, her father had a couple of re- or a few restaurants out in the acreage <clears throat> at this point. So, um, we said, you know, well, we can go down there. We can look for some jobs. Uh, you know, we have these restaurants we could work in while we're, you know, looking to see what we can do for our careers. And, uh, you know, we both her and I ended up, you know, kind of t- stepping in and taking over these restaurants. Oh, taking over the family
0: for her father. Yes. So did she want to work in food and beverage, or she
1: didn't? No, you, you know, forever she's been trying to get out of it.
0: Of course, her family was.
1: So she she started college while in the military, transferred to UF or no, uh, FAU. Uh huh. So she was graduating 2012, uh, late 2012. We were trying to figure out something to do for her. Um, you know, and this is when our partner in, in Jupiter approached us, he's like, he's, he was selling groceries for Cheney Brothers, trying to figure out something to do on his own. The partner in Jupiter, that's another, a restaurant that you guys had in the family? Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jumping forward. No, I'm yeah. good, I'm good. So, um, yeah, he was trying to figure out something to do. Uh, we were trying to figure out something to do for my wife, Crystal, and it kind of just, you know, made sense that we. So how many restaurants did the family had around that time? So there were three in the acreage, one sports bar, one Italian slash pizza, and mm-hmm. uh, one American you know, steakhouse, seafood.
0: Yeah. So so then, so you guys came back home, worked in the worked in the family's restaurant. Did you guys want to keep on building those out? Did you wanted to open up more, or just really just sustain what you guys had?
1: We didn't. We kind of uh, knew that we wanted to be out of the restaurant business per se, restaurant bar business. Yeah, and uh, do something else.
0: What was the pros and cons on the on the? Go go with cons first. Cons. A lot of people don't understand when you own a bar, the pain behind that. So the cons. The the
1: the number one is if you are not going to be a owner operator, mm-hmm. and there all the time, people are going to rob you blind. Yep, definitely. Uh, first and foremost. So you know you need to be there all the time, watching things, seeing what comes in, seeing what goes out, seeing if it was all accounted for. Mm-hmm. Um secondly it's just that's you, in a bar and food <clears throat> that's in a bar and food yeah so we yeah. were full service at that point i mean we were open from seven o'clock in the morning until well wow. you know,
0: around what time was that was that pandemic time was that the it was pre-pandemic
1: time that was economic downturn that was we moved back late 2009 okay and uh 2010 2011 were quite rough quite rough yeah um you know, the housing market crashed. Yeah, that's
0: what I meant. Not <clears throat> even this new period.
1: So we're, recession area. So where we we were placed, um where we had these restaurants, it was, you know, heavy on the service industry, heavy mm-hmm. on uh, you know, construction. Right, right. And when, you know, we're not building, these right. people don't have work. They have no money. They got no money. Can't come spend you it. You know, and when it's good, it's good. When it's 100%. bad, it's bad. So uh yeah, it was it was a few rough years where we had to, you know, kinda figure it out. Yeah, very much so. You know, see what needed to get paid first.
0: Uh, uh, right. I've been there. I know what you're talking about. So then after that, how long did you guys keep them open for?
1: So we had sold those restaurants. We were getting them quite prepped up when we were, when we got into the donut business. Mm. Uh, we bought the original Jupiter donuts in September of 2013.
0: So let's go be, so, so I want to catch this and I might want to retract this. Guy. So. You guys were, you guys purchased Jupiter Donut while the restaurants were still going. So you had multiple things going on. Yes. So how did you get to the purchase of Jupiter Donut? So this is where our partner
1: Chris comes in. He was, we were buying groceries from him, from Chaney Brothers for the restaurants. We'd known him for forever. Okay. Back in the Hall of Fame days. So, uh, you know, he he wants to do something for himself. You know, kind of sees his job as a, you know, as a a rep for, Mm-hmm. These uh rep selling groceries kind of come and doing that, you know, so he's like i got to I gotta get back into business. you know He had a, a restaurant when he had graduated college, wanted to do it again, so he's like, you know why don't we open up a pizza joint? And we're like we're actively trying to sell a pizza joint. a pizza joint right now. let's figure something else out. He's like, what do you know about donuts? I'm like, we have no idea, you know, right. no clue, but you know I guess we could figure we figure, it figure out. out donuts he's like, there's this crazy donut shop on my route in jupiter um you know, he's like, I'm gonna go up in there and ask them if uh they if, sell. If, if they'll train me. We'll open one down the street. So he literally goes in there and talks to the owners. He's like, Yo, listen, I you know, I wanna see if you guys want to train me. I'm gonna open it's up one down the street. They're like, Yeah, go on in. Unheard of. You know. It's community, man. Unheard of. So he's working his his uh Cheney job <clears throat> during the day, going in there and making donuts at night. I don't know where he had time for anything else. Right, right. So he was doing that for about three months and they're like, you know, why don't you just buy this place? Mm. So, he uh, he comes back to my father in law at that point. He's like, "Listen, they want to sell this place," and then the cost kept going up. You know,
0: like, whoa! Well, what a coincidence!
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh, we we needed to act quick, uh, and that's you know we figured it would it would only work if you know my wife Crystal would go in there and partner as well. You know, just uh, just to keep it all in the family, really. Mm-hmm, so, uh,
0: yeah, that's where it was born, man. So you guys then get Jupiter Donuts. What was their brand? Was it already? So well, what? What? Well, 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 cause you're still purchasing and you're selling the other ones. So let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Okay. Cause how was the family around that time? He want us, you guys want to get rid of other restaurants. Now you guys want to buy more. Mm-hmm. So is that the where you realize we're going to stay in this, in this business? Like we're going to stay in the food and beverage business.
1: 100%. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a little different. It's the full service is quite different than, you know, quick service. Facts. Um, You know, in, in the donut shops, you know, you have relatively happy people coming 100%. in day in and day out. And they're there for five minutes. You know, they want to come in, you know, yep. talk with the counter staff a little bit, see what's going on. We see the same people four or five times a week.
0: Absolutely. So
1: they get their coffee, they get their donut breakfast sandwich, and they're out, you know, three to five minutes. Quite different from somebody coming in, you know, to the bar.
0: Who, and is depressed. Uh, who, yeah. Who, having they, a hard day.
1: Who has a, you know, has a hard or a good day. You know, after a couple cocktails, the day comes, you know, is much harder than it was. It's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different, you know. So, uh, it, it's, it was pleasant for us. We enjoyed it. I still enjoy so it. So,
0: was it, so this Jupiter location, I don't know where, I didn't even know you guys even had a location. The story is working out for me because I'm now learning about how this whole thing came about. Because um, I literally had an argument with someone. This is crazy. I hope he don't watch this. <laughs> feel so stupid he literally was i was like no the guy came up with the donut concept because it's literally out of this world jupiter donut like he no so the name was so yeah so here's where here's where it is so we bought the original spot which
1: is jupiter donut factory still still named that Mm to this day uh you know we figured we had something real special when people were making a day out of it on saturday coming from north miami and you know (sighs) Unheard of, really. Wow. To me, I, I don't know. You know, to, pastries um, aren't that special yeah. to me. So, um, you know, at that point, we were like, you know, we need to open one up closer to where we were living, Royal Palm Beach. So, we opened up <laughs> Jupiter Donut Factory, Royal Palm Beach, off of uh, Royal Palm Beach Boulevard and okay. Okeechobee. All right.
0: I know there was one there either. My gosh. Yeah. You're, like so the, you're, you're a bad guy, Adam. You're putting <laughs> donuts everywhere. <laughs> so, then then comes North Palm, right? And, the, which is still, and the Royal Palm is home for you. So putting that, something there. Yeah. At that point sense. we were still
1: living out in Royal Palm. We were living in La Mancha. Uh, it was, this location was five minutes down the street.
0: Um, so when that also when you purchase from them, purchase the business from them, where they still operating.
1: Yes. Yeah. So they were, it was in a transitional stage. Uh, the owner, Carrie had stayed on uh, for a couple months you know, just to transition the new mm-hmm. staff. Um, and they moved out, I believe to Oregon and, and open up another one themselves. So, great, you know, good people. Great spot. For yeah, that. absolutely. Portland, Oregon. So, uh, at this point we're working on our third store, uh, late 2015. Uh, my wife comes up with this brand. Mm. We need to brand this thing. If we're going to take it, you know, to so, the next level. So she comes up with the design, comes up with the, out of this world. um, design the box from there on all the all the locations are Jupiter donuts with a you know intergalactic yeah yeah, yeah 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 so yeah so credit credit my wife crystal
0: uh I definitely think it was you Adam don't worry about <laughs> it I definitely knew it was crystal from the beginning absolutely no, um so what was the um did you guys already know from the beginning you're gonna go and open a multiple locations with this brand the, yeah like I
1: said when when you got people coming in from you know North Miami uh, to make a day out of it. That's you, when you, you knew you guys got something. You got something, something special, yeah.
0: You got was, something it, special. was it, was um, it, did they always, did you guys from the beginning, was it always all the different donut concepts? Like all the different ones you guys have now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, listen, Jupiter, the location on Jupiter on Center Street uh, has changed very little since day one. Uh, flavor-wise, uh, decor, it's all, you know, it's still-, still the same feel. Very whole in the wall. It's what people enjoy. Is it, yeah. is it
0: now more locals come in there because you guys have multiple locations in those areas? Always. Or are people still traveling all the way from? No, no, the...
1: we've, we've, uh, we've opened up uh, all over the place. How many locations do you guys have now? In the company, we've got seven. Seven, lo-
0: where are the locations?
1: So the original OG is uh, the Center Street in Jupiter, mm-hmm. Jupiter Donut Factory. We also have the one in Royal Palm, our North Palm location. Uh, we have one in Stewart. In Martin County. Uh, then came Boynton, which we opened up on a, on a National Donut Day. Uh, since then, we've opened in Oakland Park. Yep, I remember that. Is that still there? It is not there. Um, we, have, we have since part. closed that location. Uh, that's not one I was involved with. Um, uh, we've also opened a Boca location, which has since
0: closed as well. Okay.
1: Uh, which we closed on April 1st of 2020.
0: Pandemic kind of affect
1: pandemic,
0: most definitely, definitely. affected.
1: And uh, there's one location out in Largo, on the and west coast of Florida.
0: On the west coast, oh, Pinellas County. How, how now are you actually covering all those markets? literally travel to those markets, or you have your systems already <laughs> down packed where you is really run is a machine now at this point.
1: Yeah, it's a machine. You know, it, our Largo location is uh, is owned and operated by um, our cousin Jimmy
0: okay cousin Jimmy got one
1: He's got one out there um he's doing very well it's in a you know lovely location uh very busy and uh yeah he's doing he's doing real well
0: so so basically you took the business, you bought it from the relationship however the relationship happened you you end up buying the location. did you guys ever been in there like build your own system or you added you know how, how did that process happen? So, you know, once you, uh,
1: we, we also have one more location, Lantana, uh, which is the most recent. Okay. So that that'll be the last one. Uh, as far as systems, you know, you open, you open these up, you know, the same same building process, mm-hmm. uh, scoping the locations out. It's, you know, you know what you're looking for. We're looking for a certain, you know, square footage. Uh, we've got a certain amount of equipment. As you know, already, mm-hmm. so
0: you already have that scale. You already know the system. All for that, that is
1: all set in place, yes. How many, okay. how many
0: employees you're going to need? Uh, different shifts. How long did it take you to get to that process to understand those systems and see what's working, what's not? You know.
1: Oh man, you know the we we would say we're probably still working on it. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, some of the later locations that have since closed. Um, the stores twice the size mm. of uh, some of the some of the well oiled machines that we do have. Right. You know, we were kind of just going for something else, too. You know, we were trying to grow, um, trying to have a template for franchising.
0: Did you know that already from the beginning? Like You wanted to build this model to. Uh,
1: Not not since the beginning. No, I would say that was once once the branding started happening. Right. Right. You know, we figured that we could probably open these up elsewhere. Uh, But it's a that's a whole nother animal, man.
0: Are you are you still
1: enjoying this? I do. Yes, absolutely. There is, there is things that I do enjoy, um, more so than, than I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what are those things? Being in multiple locations at the same time is an issue for me. Of course. Um, you're still one impossible. person. Yeah, it's impossible. Uh, I still really enjoy and, 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 uh, long for the, you know, the human interaction. Of course. Something that we're, you know, as, as a growing world and, and, you know, scaling towards. Internet and Mm -hmm. all these things that, you know, interacting with people, real people is something that, you know, still a still a real thing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I still enjoy seeing the smile on kids faces. Of course. That always does it for me. You know, I still enjoy seeing people who may or may not be in a good mood come in and, you know, immediately. Exactly. Immediately have a, you know. Right. Right. Better day. Right. Yeah. A lot of it. A lot of it. I I still enjoy uh, problem solving. Mm. Problem solving has always been, you know, a motivational thing for me. You know, when you have an issue and you go in, you, you solve it immediately. So you're still
0: enjoying the business side of it, all the entrepreneurial side of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So is this something that one day you guys want to sell? You guys want to build and sell one day? Or um most likely. Most likely. Most likely. Right now you guys are still building the company, the infrastructure of the company.
1: Yes. Yes. And uh, you know, we we have partners that are or at least I have partners that are in different stages of, of their business career. Um, so yeah, I mean yeah, I think that would be is there any would other idea.
0: Is there any other communities or any place you want to open up? Like you're you're looking at where is matching the um is matching what the brand look for when they're building something?
1: I've always wanted to tackle the Orlando market.
0: Mm. Always. And you're familiar with that community also? <clears throat> Very much so, yes. Yeah.
1: It's always been, you know, a, uh, something that I wanted to focus on. But, you know, you got I, I have a child in school that I'm not willing to uproot.
0: Right, right. Um, These guys are killing me. They want you to get closer to Mike, Adam. They want okay. you to—we see you guys. You guys don't have to get loud. They went bigger font to let us know.
1: They're, Look, in, they're encouraging yeah, me. Yeah, they're encouraging <laughs> you. You see, they're encouraging I do.
0: Me. Yeah, I do. Thank um, you. Um, that, that's production in the back. They, they seem like they're getting a little antsy with us. Sorry, guys. I apologize. Oh, thanks for the smiley face. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> the, um, is so your child? She's ten. She's ten. Yeah, Ooh. I got
1: uh, a ten-year-old daughter. Last day of school today. She goes to the Benjamin School right down the street. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, she's a good kid, man. So, so, <laughs> so your Cause if you go down to Orlando, you have to spend more time in Orlando building that out. Yes. So she's not having that. It's not, it's not a thing. I don't think, I don't think
1: any of us are having that. Yeah. You know, uh, I I think
0: Orlando would take off crazy. I think so. Yeah. That could, yes. Tourists. There's a lot of pros. Definitely in Orlando. This the, the, that's crazy. So for, for you as a businessman, you you're, you're picking family first. Yes. Speak on that, the importance of doing that.
1: Well, I mean, you never know when you're you're uh, you're not going to have them around, really. Um, August tenth, twenty twenty, I had a blood clot and died at my house. When uh, real life. When, when real luck- life, luckily have- my wife was there. When normally she wouldn't have been. So
0: uh, you know so that kind of changes your perspective on just overall everything after that. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't come back from death. You don't cheat death. I, I've been through it. Yeah, yeah, I've had uh uh, I've been I've been through a lot of experience like that. That I met I I played with death a couple of times. Yeah, and it was like uh, let me just look at things a little differently. Yeah. And it was one time was a health scare also. I think my sugar was at like seven fifty. Oh wow! So there the doctor was like, "There's no way you're still living." Right? Like the craziest that I think they've seen was like three, 400. I was like, seven. There's like, no, you're dead. Like you're literally laying here dead. And we're mm-hmm. just uh, freaked me out. I didn't even know it was that crazy. So I know that experience. And it actually, definitely my perspective on things was totally different. Oh yeah. You know, but most, you know, I, I can't say most, but a lot of people choose this business before because they believe their responsibility to take care of their family mm-hmm. is important, but you're not focusing on taking care of them literally right now. You're chasing the money. And I, and I've dealt with that in so many ways. Um, Where I'm thinking make money to take care of my family, not spend time with my family and take care of my family. Yeah. You know, it's always like, what if it changes tomorrow? What if Mm -hmm. it changes tomorrow? So you picking that, I think that's commandable. I think any man that could do that.
1: Well, you know, I mean, what's the if you're what's the point of making it if, you know, you can't enjoy it, if you can't enjoy it. Yeah. You know, you could make and save it for the rest of your life and you can, you know. Right. Do you think she would want to go in business in the food beverage or? My daughter? Yeah. She, right now, she would love it. Right now, she would love it. You know, it's uh, it's not necessarily something that my wife and I are uh, holding a <laughs> legacy for, right, you know? Right, right, right. We would like her to do something else, but, you know, I mean, can't tell somebody what to do.
0: What do you think she's enjoying right now? What do you think piques her interest? You think she likes being around in the business? You could could you see that in her now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. She loves it. You know, she she enjoys going to work with mom and dad, mm. uh, you know, customer interaction, working the registers. Right, right. Yeah, she
0: enjoys it. That, that's that's a good product. So what's next for you after and if you decide to move another route with Jupiter Do you have anything that you're like, hey, you know what?
1: There, yeah, I mean, you always have to have something um, something that you could turn into passive income. Of course, it's the game. Um, there's different things I've been chatting about with some friends of mine. Um, you know, a, uh, a consulting business that my wife and I have been working on. On the food and beverage side? On the food and beverage side, yes, absolutely. It's definitely needed. It's it is. definitely needed. It is. We, we believe so. You know, we're approached all the time. About,
0: hey, you know, we think this will be great. You know, let's... Yeah, I knew how important it was for me because when I started the cafe, I did not know anything about... I've never even worked in food and beverage. Mm-hmm. I just wanted more for the community. And I was like, you know what? Let me put this coffee shop together. And I, I love the coffee culture. So I, I... Oceana was big for me. to help me out a lot with, co- with coffee. I could never take that away from me. Oh, them. yeah. Scotty so, and Scotty yeah, Amy. Shout out, out to Oceana. Like, you know, they definitely came in and they, they were probably the most like they helped out tremendously when it comes to coffee. Um, but it was just so many other pieces that we had no idea about. Oh yeah. Cause we, food was another experience back office equipment, food and beverage is a lot more than people think in that process. So, and if you're able to, you know, get a coach, get help. Lucky I had a couple other people in my life, you know, Edna, he used to own La Fanta pizza, pizza restaurant. He was mm-hmm. super big for me also. I could never take nothing with him because he actually had to slow me down and really steps that I probably should have knew before I started. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, you know, what type of equipment do I need? I opened up a building and built out the building. I didn't even know what type of, because I thought I was just going to be coffee and pastries, but I realized the community needed more. Mm-hmm. You know, the community wanted food. I was like, Wait a minute. I got to now fix food. Now I got to think of recipes. Then they now have to make sure the recipes are consistent. Wait a minute. Oh yeah. So then I have to find the right people that could do it. So one of the things that Edna spoke to me about, he was like, it got to be made for a third grader. So when you're creating your recipe, make sure a third grader is able to do it. One, two, three. So once you train them once, they could do it forever. That process alone is not a game. It's not. And that is the secret for behind recipes is one, two, three step that anybody could read it and do it. It doesn't have to be, you know, a lot of people when they watch a lot of these shows and a lot of these shit, they think it's like 20 this. is really the, the more simple it is, the better it is at times I'm learning with food and beverage. But the consistency of trying to memorize and, re- and write everything down, I didn't even think about that. The POS system, food and beverage is something that everybody is not ready for it, but everybody thinks it looks good, you know, mm-hmm. and the profit margin, <laughs> food, it was a disaster. So getting the help and mentors, I would love to pay a consultant to help me in that process. I didn't find a lot of people in South Florida. they were in New York. They were in Atlanta, LA, but I didn't find a lot of South Florida consultants. So you guys going that route, I think it's going to do super well. I think so.
1: You know, and just like you said, a lot of people that, uh, you know, look at, uh, look at our business as being fun I can show and, what up a donor and something they can do. Uh, 99% out of, uh, of the time, Absolutely. it's something they can't, yeah. you know, they don't even know where to start. So, uh, you know, we've learned all this stuff on the street. It's something that, you know, we're, we're very passionate about and uh, you know, we, we believe that we can do very Did well. Did you
0: guys it. tour any other donors? Like, like, what was your process of getting to this level? So, yeah, I mean, we've,
1: uh, we've been in close relations with, uh, the owners of Mojo Donuts who, uh, have partnered with all the, uh, they're down in Miami, okay. uh, partnered with all the sports teams. They sell them at the, uh, at Dolphin Stadium, mm. uh, great family, uh, owned and operated of, business. Good, good. Yeah. So, uh, we've, we've partnered heavily with, uh, our, our food purveyor, Dawn products, mm. uh, who we get all our confections from. Um, and the, you know, the whole team over there is fantastic. We call them for anything, you know, show us how to do this recipe. We'll have, uh, you know, we'll have Mark, the, the, the lead baker of the company come down and, you know, work it out. That's amazing. Absolutely. So that
0: community is still the same, you know, food and beverage, that community, but it's a donut community that you guys actually support each other. It
1: is. Yeah. You know, but you have to be surrounded by a great community of people that are going to, you know, bring you up Mm -hmm. in any kind of business that you're in. You know, you you have to have friends and and colleagues that you can bounce ideas off of. You know, know, I I
0: don't know. Is this in my head? I don't know. I really believe creating something like this for. I'm going to put something on you. It just really came to me right now. Literally right now. I would love to create something like this for inner city students in the schools and see if we could create some type of curriculum or something on teaching them how to build a donut business Mm -hmm. within the school. I don't know somebody that me and you could probably try to build because I definitely have to get back into food and beverage again. Like I've been having an itch for a lot of years. I've literally designed about 15 concepts Mm -hmm. just waiting to actually um, execute them. Um, But I also know, I know my strength now in food and beverage. I know it's the marketing side. I know it's the branding side. I know like what I do every day. That's where I'm strong in. I don't really want to do operation management mm-hmm. because I can't do the same thing every day. Of course. Like, I that was one of the most difficult part about developing a food and beverage, a, a cafe, where literally, we're eating the same thing every day. So you're telling me we're going to make the same coffee, the same sauce? That's what people want. Oh, yeah. I'm not good. Like, you got it. Like, I create. So for me to do the same thing was definitely something I wanted to, But I really think it's two things. One, I would love to see how we could build something. I, I truly side of my spirit just really telling me I think we could do something. I think I don't know how difficult a process is to build donuts. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, but if this is is there an opportunity for us to build like a small model that we could implement in the school system that could teach kids entrepreneurship and actually have them do it themselves. <laughs>
1: Maybe not donuts, but the, the, the entrepreneurial program okay.
0: for children. You took my donuts idea away. I really was going for donuts in the school.
1: <laughs> kids, kids need to know that they can, you know, do something on their own. Yes. You know, and a lot of the school system teaches them to do things for other people.
0: 100%. You know? That's, that's the culture of school.
1: Young kids don't get, you know, don't uh, have the education of doing their checkbook. Right. Oh, know, there's no clue of. Filing taxes. Yeah. no clue. You know? it's No clue. You go there and you do this four year curriculum and then you have an opportunity to, you know, start at the lower level of some company.
0: But the well, some- donut process is not as easy. Like, see, like I'm thinking it's an easy process to go into it. It's not. So it's not as easy. Ooh. No, it's
1: not. And you got to, you know, you got to be up at odd hours of the evening.
0: You know, a lot of our, a lot of our business is overnight. So you're prepping at night and you're delivering, you're, you're executing during the day to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was, see, this is why guys like me get into the yeah. donor business. Thinking is like, oh, we just fry donuts and, no. and call it a day.
1: No, you got to have a screw loose to do this business, man, and uh, you know be up at all hours of the evening. Yeah, I don't have when any somebody more calls screw out loose, at four man. o'clock in the morning. You got to step up. You got to be on your way. So you're still doing stuff like this. Oh yeah, absolutely, still, day in and day out.
0: Ooh, I, I, definitely. I don't think people are going to think that you still are, all those locations. If something is not, you now have to go and handle it. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. And you still enjoy that process. No, I don't necessarily <laughs> okay. say it's I enjoy that
1: process, but you know, it's just something, it's a life it's, I chose.
0: It's, it's something that's part of the, um, would you, would you ever, you think you would ever stop being an entrepreneur or is that a, even a thing? Could people, if you're an entrepreneur, could you really ever stop doing, being an entrepreneur? Never. You can't. It's you a can't. lifestyle 100%. It's in your blood.
1: You know, mm-hmm. if there's if, if you see somebody doing something you're like, okay, I can do
0: that. And it I can and I can probably growing. do that
1: better.
0: It keeps on going. It's just something that's ingrained in you.
1: You can't, you can't get you rid can't, of
0: it. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, trust me, I know. I've tried. I've tried several times. I remember someone was like, won't well, you go get a job? I'm like, how? I don't even know how to function in a job. Like I've owned for 20 years. What am I like, what could I really like I literally, I think I I tried to get jobs before and it was like, I was there for six months. I remember one time I worked at this place family center. I could never forget it. I was there for like a year and a half. I was like, this is the first time I ever worked a job for like a year and a half. Yeah. I felt so like I succeeded in something. Six months later, I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. I yeah.
1: You just feel out of place. I mean, you know, I so think
0: that de- most definitely felt as an place.
1: entrepreneur. I think you deem yourself unhirable from day one. Um, you know, it's just, a, it's, and it's not a bad thing. Right. It's just a real thing. It's just, you're going to want to do this yourself.
0: What would you, what advice would you give entrepreneurs that's in the rut? Like, it's really trying to figure it out. What, how did you get clarity on this is exactly what you're going to do? And like, what would you tell someone that's going through that? Uh, for somebody in a rut? Yeah. In a rut. And that's someone like, also, how did you get to the point where you knew entrepreneurship was it for you?
1: Like I said, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't deem myself hireable, uh, or workable for anyone else, you know, other than, you know, the, the partners that I've, that I've, uh, uh chosen. It's, you know, I, want to, I want to create my schedule. I want to play by my rules. Uh, and I want to really kind of be the judge of how successful or unsuccessful I'm going to be. Take
0: control of your life.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, and not let that be in somebody else's hands, really um for somebody in a rut uh there's you know as a human being, you go through different uh you know emotions daily, hourly mm. by the minute uh, there's ways to get yourself out of a bad mood you know if you you wake up in a in a funk, go get your hair cut right, go disconnect you know uh and disconnecting is 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 one thing you know the the gym. Go get an exercise in, you know, have a nice, decent meal, you know, sweat a little bit, go swimming, but get a haircut, you know, make yourself look you and hair. feel better. Right, you know? right, right. But you have to disconnect. You know, I was listening to uh, to a podcast this past weekend while I was up in, uh, while I was up in Oklahoma City uh, in Tulsa for the-
0: Happy birthday again, Adam. Yeah, right. Last week. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I was up there watching the PGA championship on Sunday, but I was listening to this podcast. He's like this, this one dude's a a pastor uh, who was going through some, you know, crazy, uh, you know, emotions and, you know, depression and whatnot. And he's like, you know, I always thought I had it together when I was going to the gym, but I was constantly working while he was at the gym. Mm. So what he picked up now is, is boxing. He's like, boxing is the only way that I can really disconnect for an hour, hour and a half, you know, because there's nothing else that you can focus on other than your technique uh, you and know. not getting hit. Yeah. There's you zero have to focus. Yeah. And then he's like, that's the only way that I can truly disconnect, mm. you know? Cause there, so there's things that you have to do if you're working and working for yourself, there's gotta be a release somewhere. You know, it can't be all, all business all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning that. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning that. And I never, I thought that was just for people that's making excuses, but I realized is at you go that hard, you have to take some time for yourself. You have to. A buddy of mine just spoke to me about this. He like he takes seven days. He said, Do not take go in a resort for two, three days, take all seven and disconnect for oh, all yeah. seven. He said, Is you you will never feel the same. Mm-hmm. There's no feeling like disconnecting for seven days. literally disconnecting. No oh, yeah. work, no anything. I'll definitely go for three, four days and I'm still working. Yeah. And I'm trying to sneak in the last and in my head I'm not there I'm literally still here at, at the office working meanwhile I'm in vacation I just, oh yeah I don't know I, I, I'm still learning how to disconnect and more and more I speak to other entrepreneurs that are super successful with what they're doing they said that one of the secrets for them was disconnecting that's just mm-hmm. what they do so it has but, to
1: happen you know if you don't disconnect how how beneficial can you be to what you're doing if it's, you know what I mean it's if facts. you can't recharge then you're, you're running on empty
0: Is there anything that you believe was the was the thing that kept you going other than family? Or is there someone that that gave you more battery in your back when you were in your rut that.
1: So, yeah, you know, I think it was the uh, the people that I had around me when I was um, when I woke up in the hospital five days after that heart attack. You know, and I, Mm. I say it was a heart attack. You know, a buddy of mine just reminded me. He's like, that was cardiac arrest. You were literally dead. Wow. For, for a lot longer than you should have wow. been. You know what I mean? My cardiologist who was on call at the hospital that same day, um, who, who revived me. He's like, dude, I've done 10,000 of these things and I've seen dead people. He's like, there, he's like, I cannot explain how you are alive right now. Like wow. the guy, they, you know, so I saw it was definitely I, something more. Oh new. yeah, absolutely. You know, I saw him about six months ago at a, uh, at a uh, birthday party, and he's like, he, he was like, he was looking at a you know a yeah, ghost yeah, when he no sees me. To, he's like, it. I don't understand how right. you're here right now. So, but yeah, you know, it was the it was the support system. It was the people that were around me when that happened. You know, it's like you, they're they're all saying, well, I guess you got you know more damage to do down here because it ain't your time you know to be dead. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, that'll that'll wake you up and and you know put a put a fire under your butt. So to say the least.
0: So there's another piece of it. So now this is a real one for me. I want to know how. Mm-hmm. The partnership with you and your wife, how is that the like how's that process like how, how is that partnership how do you guys give each other space like how is it working with a wife?
1: It's tough. it's very tough. you know working with a family is very tough um it, it might not be for most. Mm-hmm. We're good at it. I think we're very good at it. What makes you guys good at it? like what do you guys do? What's the um, secret to you
0: guys with your success?
1: We, we fight a lot. We give each other space when we need it. Um, she, she's my best friend. How do you space when you go home? You know, it's, we have different rooms. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> we have different rooms in our house. Uh, but she's my best friend. Are you, you know? taking work home? we always do you have do, to do, yeah I mean there's no way I could, I could say till I'm blue in the face oh, yeah we, I hear people say it all the time you can't leave no, the work home I'm like we can't. how we got I mean, so, work there's so much back office to do it's
0: you know it spills into the rest of the day so do you do you guys just work two different like you know her strength she knows your strength and you guys both focus on what you guys are strong at 100%
1: yeah we don't try to do what the other uh, is mm. good at doing I gotta learn how to just we, we have to compliment something. each other somehow yeah. You
0: know? So and would that, you, so you said you, most people don't, would you, would you recommend that for a family
1: or? Man, I, you know, if, I don't know if I recommend it to anybody really, you know, but other than, you know, other than family, you know, I mean, maybe families are different, but you have to, you have to work with people you trust. And you first and foremost, it may or may
0: not be family, but you have to work with people you trust. You have to work 100%. with people that you trust is there a book or anything that you read that you or any audio book or anything that you've read or that you remember that was something that was so important to you that literally brought more value to you in the business or even just manhood or whatever it is that you think that you could share with mm-hmm. someone that's a neat, that's going through that.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was the, the book that resonated a lot with our service was the, uh, the, the Walt Disney book. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting the name, but it's you know the processes and the uh, the culture of Disney is is what you want when you're right. when you're owning and operating your business um you know I, I learned a lot of um, my techniques working at Vito's, which was in Orlando. Uh, I learned a lot from this dude, Frank Ackerman was you know you 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 solve all problems without even asking questions you could question it later. You got an issue. Let's make it Stop happen right now,
0: and mm. then we'll talk about it later.
1: You know, mm. so you
0: talk about just interacting with back office, whatever it is. Oh if yeah, there's something deal with it right now, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it later.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, when orders get messed up, you know, I mean, we're all human. You know, things happen. A lot of you know, a lot of people forget that. You know, they're, they expect right. it to be done perfectly. I called you. You guys are the pros. You know, this is yeah, yeah. what's happening here. So you know, whether or not it's it's our fault, their fault. I don't care whose fault it is. We'll fix it now. We'll talk about it later.
0: Mm. You know? So I asked most most guests this this question, Adam. I wanna would you hire yourself? And if so, why?
1: Would I hire myself? Absolutely. I don't think there's anybody else I've really believed in most um than myself. Me personally. Um I always knew that I was going to get the job done by any means necessary uh, on time and, you know, done to the best of my capabilities. If, if, you know, for whatever that's worth, it's, it's worth it to me. Um, but I think, you know, it, w- it, whether it's done by anybody else's standards, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, and I'm going to do right. my best. Uh, so yeah, I think I would hire myself. I think I would be intimidated by myself having hiring somebody <laughs> like me, uh, you know, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think anybody, if you ask that question, you know, yeah, I, I would hire, you know, they, they would hire themselves, but it would be intimidating.
0: Uh, you know? I never even thought about it. you right. I don't know if I could do another Beethoven. <laughs> It'd never be really. tough, It'll wouldn't it? It would be very tough. It'd be tough. Because I'm super aggressive, but I'm passionate. But I'm, the consistency, I get it. And everybody's not ready for an aggressive entrepreneur also, mm-hmm. and especially working one-on-one. Because you're like, I want to get this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody don't want to work in that tempo. Yeah. It's really... Definitely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and that's There's something and that's
1: something tough to get used to as well. You know, not 100%. everybody's going to
0: work like you. No, no, I, I don't even know when to turn it off once again. Yeah, and I think that is something that I I expect the same thing from. But I'm blessed, I man. I have a great team. I, I could never take nothing away because they're slightly crazy. Also, mm-hmm. I think for some reason, crazy people attract crazy people. So it's just oh, yeah. like we just believe in another capacity. And when you have a team that believes. It's the game changer, it know? is 100% the game changer. It is the game changer because you know? I literally they they run this company, I definitely don't. It's not me at all. I'm just a support system, the one that buys equipment when we need it. <laughs> it's just my job, you know. But they handle everything else. But I want you, can we talk about your donors before we leave out? Yeah, Cause, absolutely. Because Adam brought um product here today, I think we're I don't know in front why. <laughs> Why we let this happen? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta do this. I don't want to miss anything. I want to just talk about what you have here, so people could know Jupiter Donuts a little bit more than just your average donut spot.
1: So you know, all of our uh, all of our locations have a kitchen. Okay. So every staff. Um,
0: Jesus we don't make Christ! Them
1: central location and ship them. Uh, they're, they're all made. In-house. Guys, could you guys get fresh. this?
0: Could you guys get this content from the cameras? I don't know if people could see it. I don't know. Jesus. So, how do you guys come up with the recipes? Also, uh, it's it's recipes that we Not have. Even recipes like the ideas of the, the donut ideas. So, a lot of them were you know a lot of them were templates. They want me to uh, tilt the box. So, yeah. which camera? Right camera. I'm good. Oh you go yeah your camera probably.
1: So a lot of these flavors were the flavors we've been doing since day 1. Um but you know we always encourage the decorators and our staff to you know get creative.
0: So the team also get out between to create. The oh of donut. course,
1: absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. We encourage it across the board. Um you know it's it, it breaks monotony for employees doing yeah. the same thing. You know they feel good when they come up with something cool. So you know we uh we let them do a lot of a lot of stuff on their own but is there anything
0: that you came up with that you like one like by yourself or is it really the inspiration of the whole team
1: Uh you know I'm I'm a more savory person it but uh you know there's there's breakfast sandwich items and things oh, on our yeah, other yeah, menu, yeah, our yeah, menu yeah, yeah. That, that I've come up with but I leave the creative the uh, creative donut thing for them Yeah you know my wife is you know very creative with the decorating as well uh she's passionate about it so You guys are
0: definitely hands on Absolutely Wow. So what do we have here? Before we so when, when get we were off. when we were
1: buying the original location, uh, my best friend's wife was like, "Listen, we we've, we've been buying these uh, for MedExpress for you know uh, a year now. Red velvet with cream cheese is is That's the go to. Yeah. So you know we uh, we do our red velvet. We do different cakes, various flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the founder's favorite is a uh, is a old fashioned. You know, with a nice cup of coffee. It doesn't get yep. much better than that. But the the yeast donuts are a process. Um takes rising, takes proofing, takes delicate care. Right, right. Um, you know it's a process, man. But uh they uh,
0: our bakers are trained well, they this do it crazy. well. <laughs> yeah. They're uh like I'm like it's like art. Like I'm I'm really looking at like, how do you even eat this? So I definitely um I have a thing for doing that, but not only that, um Tori's son, um, he has we have this thing with donuts like we're trying to find different donut shops and it's like they're all different they but are there's nothing like Jupiter donut well, thanks man well, you know, I we can, can tell know. you that with facts like no like real like there's nothing like Jupiter I think you guys take the creatives to a, another level but not only that the quality is still good oh yeah you guys don't miss like there's not a donut you miss cause your base is strong even mm-hmm. the old fashioned donut like everything about Jupiter donut is just you guys take things to another level and the product it like is like i'm literally looking at it like it's art like i'm scared to eat it like it's just like
1: <laughs> no we encourage you eating it man but you know we we, we appreciate the feedback we think we do a you know a great job we got Did a great amazing product job, man. um but uh, you know even more so i think we got great people working behind us well, too how could
0: they get to you know how could they follow more about you Adam and Jupiter Dota so people know please so
1: uh all of our all of our stores are on social media instagram Facebook, we have jupiterdonuts.com uh, that you can catch us on. You can do uh, online ordering coming up uh, next week on mm. jupiterdonuts.com. Um, I'm on social media, Adam R. Jones, uh, Doughboy, Jonesy, Doughboy on, Jonesy on on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where you can find me there.
0: Man, proud of you, brother. I, I know there's going to be a lot of more success with you. And I, I want to really sit down and see how we could build something. Absolutely. I think I want us with both of our Passion that we could build a great product. I don't know what it is yet, but I really want to really take that. I'm dead serious about it.
1: Absolutely, something in food and beverage. So I, I mean it when I say you know you need you need people who are like minded to bounce ideas off of 100%. to keep you going and what you're doing. So
0: um, thank you, man. Yeah, you're well, ama- amazing. I appreciate it, man. Thanks man, for right having guys.
1: me. Yeah, appreciate you guys. All right.